0: His wife would be home soon, anxious to wash the office off with a dip in the pool and a gin and tonic, a residue of the UK she hadn't managed to shed. Marna, he could only think of her by that name, dealt with the business. When necessary, he would intervene in any difficult negotiations, or should one of the many delivery drivers they employed become restive. After a contretemps with a rough Queenslander, most of the workers soon learned that their Scottish boss was not to be messed with. Visits to their former colleague as he languished in hospital had served as a blunt reminder. As with everything, though, there would always be some Jack the Lad ready to try his luck. It was the way of the world, he supposed. He ambled over to the drinks cabinet. "'removing the gin for Marna and the art bag for himself. "'Leaving her bottle on the side, "'he held his glass under the integrated ice dispenser, "'and, yawning as the cubes clunked into the squat tumbler, "'popped the cork of the whiskey bottle "'and poured himself a gentleman's measure. "'He held the single malt to his nose, "'breathing in the spirit's distinctive iodine aroma. "'Here's tea, a bonnie Scotland,' Stick it up your arse. He raised his glass and smiled at the toast that had become a daily mantra. Outside the clouds were growing darker. It looked like Marna would have to forgo her swim and find solace solely in the gin. Or perhaps a workout in the basement gym. He sighed and gulped down another mouthful of the whiskey at the same moment as the doorbell rang. "'Mere shit from Amazon,' he muttered, "'looking at the outline of the tall figure "'behind the glass-panelled front door. "'He had to fiddle with the chain and double locks "'before he was able to turn the large brass handle "'and swing the door open. "'Good to see you're keeping your door locked, Gerald.' "'The whiskey glass dropped from his hand "'and onto the thick carpet as he tried to close the door. "'His visitor, though, was faster.' and shouldered his way into the hall, knocking him against the wall. The pain of the first strike of the machete on his unprotected skull sent flashes through his eyes, his left arm into convulsions, and weakened his knees. The second strike was less painful, his senses dulling as he slid down the wall of his hallway. After the third, he neither thought nor felt any more. Calmly, His attacker dropped the murder weapon and, leaving the front door open and the dead man in full view of any passing neighbor, bounded down the front steps and along the path to his parked 4x4. He opened the boot. Inside, Marna lay on her side, trussed in a kneeling position, with her wrists tied to her ankles behind her back. The thick duct tape plastered over her mouth prevented her from crying out, allowing only the quietest whimper. Tears flowed from her wide, terrified eyes, mascara running into the mucus from her nose. Roughly, he pulled on the ropes that bound her, letting her fall from the car onto the road. Her scream of pain sounded only faintly behind the plastic tape. The woman's head throbbed, and her vision blurred. She could feel the rain on her skin. For some reason... Her mind scrolled back to a trip to miserably wet Largs when she had been a child. She could clearly see her mother's face. He bent forward and pulled the sobbing woman up onto her knees, then grabbed her roughly by her long peroxide blonde hair to make sure she was looking along the pathway and up the three front steps to her home. She breathed heavily through her nose, partly through fear and partly necessity, as mucus was beginning to block her nasal passages. There you are, darling. His voice was calm and strangely unfamiliar now that she had become accustomed to the Aussie twang. Just thought I'd give a wee look at a man. Not at his best, then, eh? He tugged at her hair again as silent sobs racked her body. He pulled up his jacket and removed a handgun from the waistband of his trousers. She thought of her mother again her hand wiping the rain from her face on the log seafront, holding her close to keep her dry. Cheerio, you fucking pair of rats! The one shot from the pistol sent its report echoing down the quiet suburban street,